0: The struggle's over. i wow.
1: Greetings and welcome to Inside Baseball with old Chestnut. I'm Liam Allen with my friend Morsex. How you doing, MB? I'm
2: doing great, bud. How are you?
1: Uh, I couldn't be better. It's good to see you. Um, you are glowing. You got a nice tan or a little bit of a
2: tinge of sunburn, maybe. Um unbelievable. Well, there's no ozone or something here. So I to, they just, <laughs> you know. Okay. When I come back, I'll look like a French fry. Tell me all about it. I want to hear about it. What what have you done?
1: What have you well, I, what have you done? I,
2: I will but but before we get the cart before the horse I I just want to shout out to you. Well, oh, thank you. Getting the entire crew from the United States to Auckland and then, you know, Republican. down here to uh Kauri Cliffs. Um I got it's kind of a funny it's kind of a funny story. Um our head of legal got to JFK and their passport had expired. So, yeah. So fortunately, our friends uh, Peter and Bobby Martin were able to uh, hook us up with a lawyer here, um, Anissa Bain at Pitt & Moore. So that all worked out. Um, And then, of course, there was that unfortunate incident with one of our roadies and that Maury girl um but but i think they've managed so um yeah so it's been um it's been really a a very interesting very interesting trip but by the way i fully understand growing up there was nothing more boring than being invited to somebody's house to see the slideshow of their family vacation (laughs) but um you know it's it's been great we we have these friends, Peter and Bobby Martin, who we met. Uh, it could be ten years ago now. I don't know. We, you know, how
1: we, did you we've end been up there, down there. How did you end up? How did you pick New Zealand?
2: So you know what a prolific traveler I am, right? <laughs> Not um, Chicago, New York,
1: Chicago, New York, London, maybe London, <laughs> Leadville, yeah. Chicago, New York. Yeah.
2: Yeah, exactly. And then repeat. Um, (laughs) Oddly enough, Australia, there was something about Australia and then New Zealand that just really, there was something about just the vast openness that I wanted to experience. And so, uh, of course, Cheryl was always eager to try something new. And so... uh, we lined up a AAA um, itinerary. And one of the stops was this place, which is uh, no longer uh, running called Eden House. And it was run by Peter and Bobby Martin. And um, we fell in love with them. We fell in love with the country. Uh, We were there for several years only stopped by COVID when the country was locked down. In fact, originally, uh, w- once we had discovered Eden House, you know, we would come down here, we would be in New Zealand for like a month, right? And we would spend a, a week or two or 10 days with Peter and Bobby and then t- try at different places. Um, but the, with the idea that we would, Spend the United States winters here, and you know we looked at buying land and, and all sorts of things, but in the end, you know, COVID kind of blew it all out of the water, and so I think it's been between three and four years since since we've been here, and it was lovely to see our friends, um, you know, there. Uh, a touch older than we are they uh, sold their property and have moved to town uh, Nelson and they look great we stayed with them for a number of days Um, just tremendous but I'll tell you what I come to sort of realize is I think the huge attraction for us with New Zealand after we kind of did the the hit the hot spots was this relationship we had with the Martins. And um, so as, as long as they're willing to have us uh, come visit, you know, we'll, we'll do that. But it, it, it's, it's not the same emotional attachment. Like now it's going to see friends versus going to see New Zealand. And and don't get me wrong, I, I I think it's a fabulous place, but you know I, I realized the connection was more with them than the geography. So yeah, uh, uh, so we stayed at a few places, uh, one of which uh, a place called Stewart Island, which um, is noted for being able to see a lot of kiwis. Uh, I was very underwhelmed with the accommodations there. I won't give it an F because um, uh, the sheets were clean and the bathroom was clean, but, you know, not to play the old man thing, but you'd think with a man and a woman who are 63 years old, the the innkeeper may be willing to help you with your two bags to your room. Um, No. Well, it was bed and breakfast basically yeah. was a bowl of fruit. Um <laughs> you make your own coffee. Um not not a fried egg in sight. Um,
1: point the finger who do who, who do we point the finger at?
2: <laughs> well, I the travel agent okay. because Cheryl had said we had wanted to uh Good. see the Kiwis and they had been yada yada yada. So in any event, we, we suffered through that, and, uh, and now we're up. Uh, so the last time we were in New Zealand, um, we stayed, uh, we got stuck here, sort of, because the, the next stop in our journey, I forget the name of the place, but it was one of the great hotels of the world, and it literally burned down while we were at Eden House. Jeez. And so um, we were meeting our friends uh, Dudley and Sophie, uh, from, who we met in Greenwich, um, at this place. And uh, so we had to had to find other accommodations, and we stayed at the um, a Robertson Lodge called Cape Kidnappers, and we stayed there ten days, which for that type of resort is an awful long time but it was spectacular it was it was spectacular and um they uh, have a sister resort called Kari cliffs um which we are at now um uh, i will be giving my review of Kari cliffs next week but to the Sachs family in our secret code This would be rated a DNR, (laughs) but that's just between the saxes. Uh, I'm sure no one else can figure out what that means. I I understand. Uh, Yep. um, One of the things I wanted to mention, um, because we're broadcasting from uh, New Zealand, um, we're not hampered by many of the FCC limitations that we find in the States. You probably know this, but you may not be aware. I have an official or had an official FCC third class license with broadcast endorsement. So I was licensed. This is a true story. I was licensed to work in a commercial radio station, mm-hmm. which is why this podcast is always, was always so good. Right. <laughs> but, um, I, there's been a lot going on in the United States in my absence, and I, I'm a little bit, uh, I'm a little bit concerned.
1: Have you seen um, what? What are the headlines? That, what are the headlines that you see that, that that have raised eyebrows down there? That have you seen? What are you concerned? Are you concerned about going to war with Texas?
2: <laughs> oddly enough, this this is really <laughs> strange. They're all uh, about Hamas here, meaning like. What is going on with the world that Hamas is running around, killing, raping innocent people? I, 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 I got an email from friends in New Zealand a week ago with a video talking about all of the guys who had Hamas, how they're in Qatar, how they've taken billions of dollars and, um, you know, what's, what's going on. And now the New Zealand people are, the difference between the left and the right might be an inch and a quarter. They they just, they just get along. It's fine. So for a number of them to bring it up is, is remarkable. And um, uh, so that, that's one of the things I, I found a little bit surprising the the, the Texas border thing, they they and and then a large extent i don't I, I, it's like i can understand why there should be a barrier between different countries uh, uh you know i haven't really delved deeply into that you know i've been trying to stay off the devices and uh
1: Good, because, um, because if you were on the device you'd be concerned about the war breaking out with Texas dude it's like if you from where you're sitting today I'm glad that it hasn't re- reached concern levels but where I'm sitting at 7:15 on Saturday night in in Connecticut there's a there's a bit of un, un- well, <laughs> who's the
2: war, who, who's the war between
1: well, dude, Biden Biden keeps threatening Abbott, OK, between the federal government that's trying to take down the razor wire that Texas put up. And now Texas is guarding the park and saying, you're not coming in here. And Biden saying, we're going to take down the it's there, there's a there's tension that seems to be escalating between the Texas National Guard, who I understand if I'm Texas, I want the fucking razor wire. Close the yeah. wall. Like if they, if this was happening at Connecticut at the border at Greenwich, how fast would that fucking razor wire wall go up?
2: It'd be there. I mean, they're thinking about putting it
1: up already. Frankly. I mean, exactly. So if the, if the razor wire is going up at, at the border of Portchester and Greenwich, what's different than El Paso and Mexico? So for me, I am I am I stand with Texas on this. Okay, so. Oh, yeah that's how dude that's how paradoxical and conflicted the the american society is right now that i'm sitting in connecticut and i'm cheering on for texas okay
2: yeah and it's not football (laughs) i I get it so so continuing down how pathetic the united states of america has come you have bill ackman ranting and raving about parentheses
1: i tuned him right out. i
2: tuned him out this way hey, no i, I want to make a point here yeah, uh, yeah. He, he's yeah. ranting r- raving about whether parentheses and i and i sent a note and i said don't you think the fact that harvard's medical school is coming up with fake cancer research i mean i my heart stopped. Let's 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 back up a minute. And by the way, to all our listeners, I apologize. This is me very little about the markets today. I, you know what? I, t- today's show no paywall. But I've had—I don't want to say everybody I know, but everybody I know has had cancer touch their lives. Yeah, absolutely. and so. You've got these people at Harvard. It's, it's the Dana-Farber Institute, which I guess is part of Harvard. And if I have it wrong, uh, I apologize. But once again, being a zillion miles away, you don't get the whole story. But it sounds like they falsified cancer research. Now, this is not someone's dissertation on yeast infections in sub saharan Africa. This is like something that really matters, okay? This is people's lives, and that's money that could be used to, uh, that's what the money's for, is to help people. What are you fucking doing? And I so know. to me, my comment was, you know what, why are we tr- trying to save Harvard? Why are, you know, all of these Harvard alumni, of which Mark Zuckerberg is not an alumni. He didn't graduate. Right. You know, there's that um, Schumpeter's creative destruction. There's when a business fails, it goes out of business that that helps new businesses grow. Harvard is rotten to the core. Okay, You know what? Like that famous philosopher said take off and nuke it from orbit it's the only way to be sure you know and um
1: they're doing the, they're doing it yeah. themselves dude. they've done such a good job of embarrassing themselves they've made themselves toxic dude you think you were hiring a guy and you see harvard on his resume you, it's like you can't 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 do it you don't even you that's the reality i mean they, yeah, they, yeah.
2: they I, i've thought about that a lot because you know well, first of all, I'm not going to be hiring a lot of people going forward. Um, I mean, we've got the Ibwa crew the way we like it, and um, you know, like Goldman, every year we tie we fire the bottom ten percent just because, mm-hmm. just because we can. Um, but um, you know, you meet someone and they went to Harvard, you know. It, it, it's like the stalin quote death of an individual is a tragedy death of 50 million is a statistic do you hold um that one person you know responsible no but i you know that there's that that um, pink floyd album the wall i've heard of it Are you familiar with that and there's that little kid that says look mommy there's an airplane up in the sky I, I had this little voice, and I say, "Tell me, Mummy, why did you root for all those people who raped and pillaged those innocent Jews?" <laughs> <laughs> <It's-> <laughs> Is that over the line? Oh no, I mean you're. All- no, good, because yeah. I'm I'm just getting wound up. <laughs> so, um, according to the Financial Times, as passed through uh, um, associate producer. Anthony Peters, they now have discovered that the United Nations played a part in the attack on Israel. So uh, a couple of things just to the untrained eye. First of all, you know, I have very little experience in building um, or digging holes. Um, I mean, it's limited to, you know, Several hundred million dollars worth of construction projects in Manhattan, but when you look at those tunnels that got built by Hamas, that ain't a bunch of schmoes. Those are legitimate construction. So it begs the question: where you know where the money come from? And I'll I'll tell you exactly where the money come from: the United Nations. The United Nations has been funding Hamas, and so just to, to continue along this trend. Uh, They discovered a number of UN um, employees aided Hamas on the the Israeli massacre. And of course, the United Nations is going to investigate. And, um, you know, they'll they'll be criminal proceedings if warranted. Well, you know, um, let's do an audit Instead of looking for whether there's the right amount of parentheses and quotes, let's do an audit of the United Nations flow of funds and and see. So, um, and I will invite you if you like. But apparently, uh, it's claimed that the Israelis shelled a UN building in Gaza. Okay when you see the picture and you see the explosion okay that's not one shell that's a shell igniting a cache of weapons you know it it's like you see one shell hit yeah. the destroyer which the fireworks, to hit the fireworks
1: them. factory goes off
2: <laughs> yeah that's exactly right so anyway that uh, that's enough pontificating about those animals but uh, you know um, as far as I'm concerned, they they can push uh, the United Nations into the East River, or better yet, move it move it like to um, you know the Emirates, someplace nice like that. Because they fuck up the traffic, uh, they so- screw up the police. They they're not bound by the laws of the United States. They run amok. And you know what? Get them the fuck out. So the
1: General Assembly is the worst. You hear General Assembly is in session, and you just avoid town. It's yeah, it's a long, yeah, it's a, it's a long-standing joke. Um, yeah.
2: So that's um,
1: the, that's the headlines down there. the 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 Middle East is the headline down there.
2: It 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 is actually, which yeah, which I it. yeah. Caught me caught me a little off guard. Now, um, just sort of shifting more towards the markets, which is, you know, why we get the big bucks. Uh, Earlier today, I had talked to uh, executive producer, Leslie Harris, and we were talking about the Chinese stock market route. Now, you know, Asia isn't normally my beat, but uh, I haven't been able to notice the headlines that apparently and, and I'm not saying I got this right, but it seemed to a guy who was jet lagged on 18 cups of coffee that they've been beating the living shit out of the Chinese stock market.
1: Okay. Handed it down to 97 levels. Is that right? Did, it, did I read that right? They Is came... that good? Yeah.
2: yeah. Okay. Well, it's all come together for me and I can explain it in two words. You ready? Donald Trump. The world has come to terms that Donald Trump is going to be the next president. Okay, that's the end of Bitcoin, right? Bitcoin's been doing nothing but going down, and Trump is on record as saying that it's bullshit. It's not worth anything. It it um it's used for nefarious activities, and 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 we don't need it. Um, meanwhile, that incredibly talented chairman of the SEC, Gary Gensler. This guy has got so much talent. It just, it's, it amazes on, me. Be,
1: be, before you move on to your little friend, you I, I don't want to say that Trump's a lock, dude. There's a long way till November. And, dude, Nikki Haley just won't go away. Dude, what if he gets, uh, a fair question, what if he gets locked up? Is he going to get locked up?
2: You know, I I just don't... You're talking about...
1: um, Let me just say this. He didn't do himself any favors in New York, okay? It sounds like he got railroaded by a Bat shit crazy lunatic. Okay. But he came in with an embarrassment of an attorney. Okay. When Joe Tacopina walks out the door on you, that's not good. Cause if Joe, Pac- Joe Tacopina is a long Stein, New York Pitbull lawyer, but anyway, he embarrassed himself in New York. He's got a lot of shit going on and dude, people are still your people. Okay. So if you're, if you're playing possum on this, I want you to be upfront with me because Stan Druckenmiller, and all your other little henchmen are having a big dinner for Nikki Haley this week in New York, okay? Why are they still dumping money into her?
2: I, I look, I can't be playing possum on Nikki Haley because you will recall that was the first name out of our mouth. If
1: she gets elected president, ago. well, if you if she gets elected president, okay, you will you will do, 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 deserve like a throne or something,
2: okay? Well, by the way, I don't think with the things I'm talking about, whether she wins or Trump wins matters.
1: I agree. I I agree with that. That I agree with. That I so, agree
2: with. So, so we proceed. So the Chinese stock market's getting caned because they know that a Trump slash Haley, uh, and I'll just say Trump for fine. ease yes, of... Okay? Yes, yes, yes.
0: They're,
2: they're not going to be pro-China. No. That's number one. Number two... They're not going to be pro Bitcoin. No,
1: he's already right,
2: said, right. And 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 so is it a coincidence that not only simultaneously but at the same time, China and Bitcoin are going down. You know. And by no, the way, oh, oh, dude.
1: Let me think of another thing, dude. Dude, he also called Elon Musk a, t- a con man. I think he called, I think his stance on Elon is he's a con man. Okay. So Tesla, got, Tesla got a 10% caning this week too. Okay. <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah. A lot of Schadenfreude. Wow. To go. Imagine yeah, that.
1: Imagine that. So
2: um, in, in the, in the world of the politically incorrect, uh, I've already, go. yeah. So um, they're once again, a little removed. There's talk of a potential Michelle Obama. Oh, yeah. Being. A... Yeah, I know. OK. Biden's, well,
1: Biden's going to step aside in May. I heard it's scheduled for May.
2: OK, well, I, I'm going to go ahead and say this. And if people want to cancel me, Come that's on, fine. Please
1: don't please. Can we not? Can we not? Please. This is a former first lady. Go ahead. Go ahead.
2: <laughs> she went to Princeton. OK. Yeah. She never would have gotten in if she had been a white girl from Greenwich, Connecticut. I don't. Okay, let me repeat that. I don't. She never would would have got. Okay, she failed the Illinois bar. Okay. So did everyone else. So did I the first time. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, and out of the zero times you took it, you failed it. Okay. Um, you know what the average grade is at Harvard? Is it something
1: stupid like... like an A plus?
2: Yeah, it's like 95%. It's fucking pay. circle, jerk. What a joke. Ju- it's such a joke, dude. We know it's a joke. Here's a great example. I went to the University of Illinois. Had I gone to Harvard, my grades would have been higher, and I would have gotten a worse education.
1: <laughs> You're 100% <laughs> right, dude. It's, it's just no disagreement right there. Yep.
2: Okay. So, um, yeah.
1: Dude, there's no way. Dude, there's no way they put her up as the Democratic candidate, right? What is she? What's her experience? She's never held political office. Dude, that's got to be a joke rumor that, like, that now, like, the joke's on us for taking the bait, really, right? There's no way that they, they. She is unelectable, dude. The margin voter, the margin moderate, normal yeah. American who's like, oh, I just want things to be okay and. Yeah. You know, I could go yeah. either way.
0: Um, they're not like well, you know,
1: people do people feel so strongly about her in this racist hates, country. Sorry.
2: She hates white men. It, it, she hates white people, she hates Jews. Once again, being in um New Zealand, I feel more comfortable saying these things. I don't know. If I were back in <laughs> the States, there'd already be a knock on the door. Um in any event, moving on.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um I know we have a little bit of a bone of contention here, but um I want to talk about Harley Bassman for a few minutes, if I may. Your Do, show, is, it's your show. Not, I thought it was our show.
1: Your show. Isn't me, it our me, time? Let me let me let, let me say. He wrote a note this week. Okay, can I can I just say what I said to Fire you? away. Yeah. He wrote the note that you sent to me, and my first reaction was, he wrote it to you and me. It felt like he sat down and looked at a picture of you, or listened to the last week's show and wrote that. I, I know I, I sound like I'm getting full of myself, and I know I've said that before. But like, dude, he used terms that are trademark. MB terms. Widows and orphans. That is a trademark inside baseball term He's, He used the word civilian. I am the civilian. I play the role of the civilian on the show. And then he closed with the last line of last week's show, which said, remember, sizing is the most important aspect. I mean... I, I could oh. be, I am, my, my wife is, is on record. I am often wrong. Okay. And wrong <laughs> and, and wrong and loud and wrong and loud does not make up for right. Okay. So therefore you say, what you. I don't know Harsley. I, I just, that's what I thought when I read it and I could be totally wrong. He might have no clue about me or our show or anything we said, but I read it and that's what I read.
2: Well, so the reason there's overlap, and let's put it that way, I, I'm sure he doesn't listen. And it's it's perfectly fine. He might even think or say he doesn't know who I am. But just to turn this into a little bit more balanced of a situation, uh, back in the day when I was at Deutsche Bank, Harley... Was trading over-the-counter options um, for Merrill Lynch, and there was a sales um, salesman in Merrill Lynch. His name was Derek Berger, who went on to fame and fortune at that uh, uh, prestigious shop known as Greenwich Capital. In any event, um, there was a fellow within. Merrill, who came up with the idea called a synthetic basis trade. And um, the guy's name will come to me. Harley didn't come up with the idea. This other fellow did. It was like Nigel or something, you know, that kind of name, but I don't remember. Anyway, Derek Berger was the salesman. And so the thing about futures contracts, it's a little bit like Chinese food. You deliver the shittiest, cheapest thing you can get, which is why I I don't eat Chinese food. But um, because the person who is short the futures contract gets to pick what you deliver. Now, it can't be anything, but depending where you are, you might have a a, a wide range of, of alternatives. And the alternatives can be vastly different. Okay. Which is why most people uh, find find them difficult. But once you you know understand what's going on, it's like anything else. It, it's it's not a big deal. But the trade was something like this, where um, I would buy a put on a U.S. Treasury security, and I would sell a put on a um, a bond contract, bond futures contract. So in the event the market went down, the put you were short would be in the money and and you would be delivered futures contracts. And the put you were long on the, the treasuries would go in the money and you would deliver in. But when this trade was getting done, there was a mismatch in the option pricing. I can make it more sophisticated, but as a civilian, there's no point, right? But for whatever reason, whether the futures guys were paying too much or Harley was selling them too low, which was probably not true. he probably had to off the vial. I got into a couple of these trades, very large. And I forget the number and, you know, let's just say it was a billion dollars aside. Um, I'm not going to be wrong by much, but remember that's a billion dollars back in 1990. So that was, that was, a. I mean, I don't, were you even born? No,
1: <laughs> I, was, I, was, no I was eight. I
2: was eight. Okay. I was in third grade, third grade. Okay. Right. 90, 90. Anyway, I'm, I'm at the, uh, the world famous Deutsche Bank at 31 West 52nd Street. And uh, it might've been around the, maybe the Gulf War, I, something like that. Anyway, the market gets the living shippied out of it. And all of a sudden, I'm short a zillion of a bond that's getting cheaper, and I'm long a zillion of a, of a bond that's st- holding its, and I remember, unwind in this trade and it just 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 crushed it it was wonderful great profit you know kind of one of those put him beyond the map kind of thing i had one of the uh, the older traders i made he made some stupid comment and i i kind of replied and you could tell you got i got him because like get off your fucking high horse yeah, you know, cuz yeah, I yeah, had yeah. made all that money. So, yeah. So yeah. fuck so fuck you chatter. Yeah. Anyway, so so that trade worked out really well and Harley was, you know, I'm sure did fine. And not long after that, sort of the reverse trade happened where I could buy a call on a treasury security and sell a call on the futures. However, and I I figured this out but it's been years. That trade went against me from before the ink was dry on the ticket, okay? Not only that, the market started going up and up and up and up. And I I was down a lot of money on it, not anywhere near what I had made, but a good chunk of it. And this is one of the rare times uh, I said, you know what? fuck it. And I covered the short option, because you know, you're not supposed to short options, right? So that just left me out like outright long. And that was back. You know, we had that stock market crash in 87. And I think the spoos got whacked. And every time the spoos got whacked, the bonds jumped. So anyway, I, I, I ended up, I'm not going to claim I made a ton of money, but I, I came out okay in both of those trades. You know, Harley had had facilitated. Now he wasn't doing it for me; he was doing it for him. But you know, that's my interaction with Harley Bassman, and I I think he's an extraordinarily bright guy, and I'm on his mailing list, and and I I read I read these things. From beginning to end, I- including the last one. Now, dude, nobody, nobody, nobody does
1: it better on this subject than him, or or takes the time to to explain it. You know, like he does a really good job yeah. Of, yeah. Of, of like, fo- dude, this is what he does. He doesn't do anything like he is. He is locked in, laser focused on the this top. You yeah. know, the it's, it's he's
2: yeah. all, it's
0: great. It's great. Right.
2: But I I I wanna point out a couple reasons why we were talking about it, which normally we wouldn't. Well, I've already told you, I I feel a little bit of gratitude, because you know, literally the, the first bond trade paid for my first house after tax. I mean it 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 it, it was accretive. Um you know network has a policy of us not supporting uh, market participants who profit from putting out publications. Now, Harley has these ETFs or whatever where he's drawing, drawing money from. So technically we're not allowed to, um, to promote him and, we, and we're not promoting him. We're just making people aware that I do believe it's an excellent resource if you want to learn, um, about the, the markets. And so I, I highly suggest that. I would say a couple of things, um, in his latest missive, which is, uh, uh, one of the more technically oriented one, he talks about a couple of things. One was, one is he, uh, talks about mortgage-backed securities and how they, I believe this is his words, not my, uh, certainly not mine, that owning mortgage-backed securities are a good way to play the yield curve. I, I'm going to leave that up to him and his entourage. I, I don't believe it. I, I, I don't own, own mortgage-backed securities. They're nothing but a bunch of short option positions at a, Incrementally higher yield, which, by the way, are well below what are obtainable with high-quality municipal bonds. So that's that's number one. Okay, um, but again, you know, uh, feel free to read it, and you, you're you're going to learn something, and and I think that's great. But again, you know, it's as much a marketing newsletter as it is a intellectual newsletter. Um, The second thing is, every time, for as long as I can remember, he has had a note at the end of his letters talking about how, you know, don't go on vacation with your family to the Four Seasons Cabo, go out and see the world, yada, yada, yada. And by the way, not only do I agree with that, as you know, my wife has been to every single national park in the in the united states territories
0: right So, like, so that, that includes
2: guam guam the whole fucking thing and, stop, and so... stop
1: stop 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 because i wanted to talk about that before when you went when you talked about you traveling like dude the, and the paradox like dude you hate traveling you go new york to chicago your wonderful wife has gone to every National Park. Dude, I could not sit down and watch a 20 minute YouTube about every national park, let alone go and visit. It is so cool, dude. It is so cool. It's one of the thank coolest you. things an thank, American thank can accomplish. OK, it is an incredible accomplishment.
2: I I would claim there's probably less than a 100 people alive in that can say that. And, and and you know the funny thing is I haven't been to all of them. I've probably been to 80 percent of them, but I've been to all the hard ones, right?
1: Dude, like Death <laughs> Valley, like like Death Valley is Death Valley, that's an
2: easy, but that's easy. That's I, easy to get what is what's the hard Amer- stuff? Alaska?
1: Amazing, amazing. Okay, sign me up. Oh, but like
2: spectacular. Yeah. Uh, but but the like Samoa. I was afraid for our life at one point there. And um, and anyway, but to Harley's point, yes, don't spend your life going to uh, the Four Seasons. Now, here's my advice to Harley, since he was felt quite comfortable for 20 years telling everyone what they should do. This is my advice. I have not held a job Working for someone else, I don't know how you define job, this or that, but I haven't had a uh, a W two, okay, in thirteen years, right? I've not had a boss for probably longer than that, okay. I will tell you, it's been the best thirteen years of my life. That I wouldn't trade it for all the money in the world. The things and my mind that I've figured out the, just the feeling of joy I've experienced. And so to see him continuing to work, I'm sure he and I are roughly the same age. You know, you're, what his phrase is, life is not a dress rehearsal. Well, you know what? At some point in, and I had this discussion with my friend Peter Martin, he said, because he's come up with a really unique trading system, which I signed an NDA, so I can't discuss. But the point to Peter was, well, Peter, if if the trade works and you make 2X, how's your life going to change? And he says, well, it's not. And I said, well, what if the trade doesn't work and now you're at 0.5X? He goes, well, that's bad. I said, well, then you shouldn't be doing the trade. Okay, well, at this point, You know, I'm not trading really anymore. I've pigeonholed some stuff. I might swap some news back and forth. But uh, there's no point in trading because if I made twice what I have, my life is not changing. And so what I would invite the convexity maven to do is to take a spoonful of one's own medicine. Life is not a dress rehearsal. And maybe we don't need to be hawking products to earn the last nickel and uh um finally uh (laughs) (laughs) convexitymaven.com yeah tell them on twitter yeah 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 harley
1: harley i I love you i love you on bloomberg i love you on bloomberg i love you on market huddle my ears were ringing when i read the note though buddy
2: (laughs) You know, it,
1: Any, anyone, 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 not slandered the two-year, which, like, I tell you, that's highly, oh, yes,
2: that's highly
1: that. offensive to me and him. Like you was, like you called my kid ugly. Like now, that's how I feel. That's what Morris that, 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 me. Now that, that, I read that. I forgot that. about
2: that. Yeah. What, what was the quote? The short end is for pussies. Yeah, short end for Yeah, short end for oh, and, and and in this article, he talks about how, you know, it got the four and a quarter, and it was like easy money. Well, I would invite you to look at our website with one of our listeners uh, asking if he could get more of those two years that we <laughs> recommended. But, but, in um, any way, one of the things I think is the big miss in the in the paper, and I I understand that's part of his process, no different than us speaking as part of our process, but the U curve is inverted. And the yield curve does not want to be inverted. We've said that. I don't know how it's going to get uninverted. So right now, the two-year notes, of, and, and again, I'm going off of rough approximations because Edward George Fisher didn't send me the quotes like he promised. But if the two years of 435, we got a lot of Fed eases baked in the cake. And a thirty-year at a four thirty-seven, it doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't feel great. Um, but remember, to be flat is a position too. And so, in Harley's case, he's trying to find a trade to make money when the curve normalizes. You know, for listeners of Ibwak, you'll know we constantly urge caution the 6 month bill 5.25 and it's exempt from i believe state and local taxes that's a that's a pretty sweet number just for chilling and you know what i don't think the fed is going to ease as aggressively as the market will and you know what'll happen is some of this longer dated stuff will get beat up. Maybe some of the credit products will cheapen. So I think it really, really is one of the rare times where not trying to play the curve is the smart way to go. He, he quite accurately points out being um, uh, which way is it? Um, long the curve is very expensive. It, it, the time works against you. Oh, well, you know, I don't like those trades. Well, I, I, I tend not to do them. But here, where you can get again, and five and a quarter on a six month, you can get five and three eighths on a three month bill. And uh, if the Fed eases aggressively, you're you're not going to make as much money. However, I think the less the how do I phrase this you're going to be better off if the Fed isn't aggressive versus if they are and what you would make by being long, longer duration stuff. So, you know, I lightened up a tiny bit just so I had enough cash. But frankly, as we talked about last week, you know, the data is spurious. We're at a transition point. We're definitely going to head into a recession. And as we've perseverated, data at inflection points becomes unreliable. So you could have six months of the Fed going number to number, right? The I mean, the headlines are very obvious that the technology companies are laying people off. But you see, you can't turn on the, the news without seeing that, yeah. but yet, The employment statistics aren't really showing a ton of weakness. Once again, you know, urging caution. You don't always have to have a trade-on. I, you know, I feel very comfortable where I'm at and not taking much risk. And you know what, whether it was Charlie Munger and Warren Buffett or both, you know, they would say, assume when you become an investor, you get a ticket and you can get 10 punches. And over your lifetime, you get to make 10 trades. Well, it worked out okay for those guys. And you don't always have to have a trade on. I, I, I've, I've said this for as long as we've been doing this podcast. I don't worry about making money. I, I, I Things show up and you can, if you're liquid, you can act quickly. And that's again, can get lost on, you know, the uh, the professionals as much as the civilians. So,
1: thank you for bringing up Warren and Charlie, um, the the two health gurus that I will be modeling. Forget my forget my portfolio. Uh, forget my portfolio. My diet and health regimen will be modeled on those two gentlemen. Okay.
2: I I did get a nasty note from. Um, uh,
1: former coach,
2: yeah, Leonard Jason Tullis. <laughs> I, I Cheryl took me out for a five mile walk, disgusting. And when I got back, I was I'm hobbled. Sure. I'm sure, like in, the, well, like in that book, misery. You like I was begging. <laughs> I, I I was doing the Ken Klauber. Terrible. You're tougher than you think you are. And, and so I. I sent Jason a note. I said, my back hurts, yada, 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 yada. What, what, what's going on? And he says something like, I hear exercise is bad for you. Ah. Thank you. Former coach, your former coach. <laughs> you. Yeah. So yeah. anyway, uh, it's great to see you. And I'm hoping to be back in the States next week. I bet. And then. And stay tuned because we'll, you'll be getting my review of the Kari Cliffs, okay. um, which I think, being in the restaurant business, uh, you will appreciate.
1: I look so. forward to that. I hope it's terrible so that I can. It's, it's, no, for 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 show purposes, I hope it's a I hope it's a train wreck. Okay, for you, but selfishly for the show, for me, <laughs> for you, for I, me, yeah, for you yeah, I hope
2: it's yeah. wonderful. Take take one for the team. It walk.
1: Pretty much. Nobody likes you having a good time. That's not what this is all about. Okay.
2: I thought it was only about me. <laughs> Suffering. No, that's right. this is that's part of celebrity is we want to see you suffer. Okay. Hey, my people have suffered for 5,000 years. Isn't it enough?
0: No, I know. Pick
2: on somebody else. <laughs>
1: okay. Bye. Goodbye. Thank you. Have a good, enjoy your travels, my friend. Thank you. All right. Goodbye.